Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. thing. Hi. Oh! <laughs> You said you ain't Gizzo. wanted no more. Oh, now you want to do it. I miss it. I miss it. No, that's thing? a fickle little girl. <laughs> you don't get it. You miss it when it's gone. Now it's gone. Hi. Everybody does that. It, they. I think it really brightens up a lot of people's days, so I take it back. I'm very sorry. Mm. It's necessary. Okay. See how Hello. these women are. Hi. How, are, How you? are you? I'm fine. Doing well. I am really tired. I'm so sorry because this yarn is coming. Whoa. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> um, I am exhausted. You've I'm been working just, really hard. I'm just tired, man. I was up editing the music episode, the music of our lives, which when this comes out, it'll be a couple weeks old. I hope you people really appreciate all the hard work that went into that. <laughs> People were hype. It was wonderful. Thank you so Girl, much. Girl, that ain't even come out yet. You just, you better speak People it into existence. were hype and dancing. <laughs> it's the most listened to podcast that we <laughs> ever have created and they want oh. more of it. Oh. Oh. They got no more. Cost a well, fortune on iTunes. Never again. Get all again. them damn songs. <laughs> right? I was like, I got to find an MP3 converter. Steal this Whatever stuff from YouTube. Oh, God. Also, are we going to go into updates? There's nowhere else to go, Internet, but <laughs> I was fucking deaf over the weekend, like legit. So I had a really scary, it's going to sound really dramatic, but it was really scary. So. I have been complaining for like maybe a month, maybe a little over a month that I can't, I I was hearing differently out of my right ear and I chalked it up to playing music too loud in my headphones. So I was like, oh man, I had hearing loss. Like that's no good. So I went to the pool. I went to a pool rather during that heat wave. And I dunked my head in the water and immediately was like, damn, I cannot hear. So I was like trying to get the water out. And then I still just really couldn't hear. It just, it sounded like it, the sensation was as if there were like cotton balls stuffed in my ear. So then I'm like Googling everything, kind of lightweight freaking out, but not quite. And then I see like, oh, maybe I have swimmer's ears. So I go to the drugstore and I get these drops for my ear. There's basically alcohol. It's supposed to like get the water out. That's not working. Now my ear just feels like full of like gush. Ooh. So I get Q-tips and I'm like cl- trying to clean and get like stuff out. That makes it worse. Long story short... 
I'm like really freaking out. I decide to go to urgent care the next day because I was like, okay, I'm going to sleep on my ear and maybe let it drain or something. Woke up the next day. Horrible. Did it hurt or was it just full? It didn't. There wasn't pain. It wasn't. A, there was a little discomfort, but it wasn't like an ear ache kind of thing. So I go to urgent care and I'm talking to the doctor or whatever. And he's like, okay, let me look in your ear. And he looks in and he stops and he goes, do you use Q-tips? And I was like, yeah, clean my ears. And I, I'm like proud of myself. I'm like, yeah, I clean my ears. Like I'm not a dirt ball. And he said, he just looked at me and immediately was like, sis, you're not supposed to put Q-tips in your ear. Everyone's trying. We're all trying to get people to stop doing this. So I'm on like, I'm at my war with Q-tips. So basically for the last year, I have been pushing wax further into my ear, thinking that I was cleaning it out. And he said that my eardrum, this is gross, but it was so embedded and impacted with wax that I actually couldn't hear out of it. And so when I went swimming, the water was trapped and it made it worse. And that's why I couldn't hear. So they had to do ear irrigation where they stick this, they stick this, um, and what's crazy is I had been feeling dizzy, too. I was like, why do I feel dizzy? Maybe I'm not hydrating right. But he was saying it was my equilibrium was off as a result of this. And so they stick this thing in your ear, and then it's attached to a spray bottle that's full of hydrogen peroxide and water, equal parts, and they just spray the shit out your ear. And then there's like this little tub that sits under your ear that catches all the fluid and the earwax. When I tell you, it was so nasty. I was so embarrassed. And the nurse was like, don't be embarrassed, sweetie. You thought you were doing it right. No, that's not how you do it. So people, please stop. Stop these Q-tips. Do not put Q-tips in your ear. Apparently, you're just supposed to clean the outside of your ear, but you're not supposed to go like in there. And then, of course, the question is, well, how do I clean my ears? So she told me to get a dropper and to do what she did, to take hydrogen peroxide and water, equal parts, and then every week, just four drops in your ear, and then go to sleep, let it drain out, and that will clean the wax. But nothing's supposed to go in your ear. So I just, I had, when I tell you it was like quarter size amount of wax. (gasps) Oh, so like if you put it all together, that's how much it was. It was so nasty and I was so embarrassed. And then he looked and he was like, when it all came out, I still couldn't hear as well as like in the other ear. And so that really worried me. So he examined my eardrum and he was like, your eardrum's really inflamed. So you probably have a slight like swimmer's ear infection because that water got trapped yesterday and he was he was just like your ear when your eardrum is inflamed it doesn't vibrate at the frequency that it's supposed to because it's too thick mm-hmm. so once i have like these drops these antibiotic drops i have to put in my ear for the next 10 days three times a day and it's super uncomfortable to just have this liquid sitting in your ear so i'm just annoyed but i really am i implore yes everyone to stop putting q-tips in their ears and what's i'm so annoyed because i 
I came home and I told my sister, I told, like, I went on, like, a whole text spree of, like, stop putting Q-tips in your ears. And every single person was like, yeah, nah, I'm not walking around with dirty, waxy ears, so it's a dub. And I'm just like, y'all, like, he told me that I could have really permanently damaged my eardrum because if it would have all, like, having too much wax and having it impact like that, like, it could have damaged my shit. So... I am just grateful for the gift of sound. Yes. Hallelujah. Because I was really scared. Like, I was legit walking around for, like, a solid two days not being able to hear out of my right ear. Also and being was dizzy. Damn. I had been. But I wasn't, like, dizzy all of the time. But I noticed when I would be at the gym or if I was running or if I if I looked at something and looked away real fast, it, I would get dizzy. I'm like, why am I getting dizzy? Shaw had a buildup of wax in her ear. That's disgusting. Just, I'm embarrassed. Why that, did I tell the story? <laughs> what the fuck? That is the most relieving thing that, I mean, I wish I was there to watch that. Honey. I like that kind of stuff. Me too. That's why I watch Dr. Pimple Popper. Do you watch Dr. Pimple oh, Popper? Oh, of course I do. Uh, it's my it's my jam. She's annoying. Like, listening to her talk is really annoying to me. Because she, like, really gets off on this bimbo thing. Not bimbo. Let me not. Ugh, so judgmental. But, like, this airhead thing. I don't know if that's any better. But she's actually uh, really smart. And I don't... And she just loves to, like, flirt with the male patients and stuff. It's annoying. That she's like, popping girl. gigantic zits. Yes. From? I actually have that tool. Like, one of them. You know, like, the, the yes, thing the that you, you just dig into the skin? Drawing. Oh, my God. I have that. Oof. Yes. It's my jam. I actually love to pop other people's pimples. And did you ever pop your partner's pimples? <sighs> oh my god, yes. It's my pop jam. Pop your partner's pimples. Pop that pimple. I wasn't popping pussy, but I was popping pimples, baby. Yes, real love. Real love. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with you? My daughter is in her last year. Of the single oh digits. She is about to be, well, she is turning nine, but this, this, this is her last year. And then she's going, she's, she's becoming a whole human being. And That's so today so she told me, <laughs> so my daughter is a very observant, quiet when she first meets people type of kid. But when she's comfortable, she like wilds out and she has a crazy Really, really funny, really insightful um, personality. So she told me, and she's she's generally like that with kids too. Like she looks at kids, she feels them out, and then she's like, "All right, we about to play, we about to play hard." <laughs> but she told me today, she was like, "I stood up for my friend today," and I was like, "Oh, right." Oh. And so I was like, "What happened?" She was like, "We were playing Uno." And and I finally said something that I really wanted to say. I've been wanting to say this for a really long time. We were playing Uno, and this girl Kalia came over here, and she was telling my friend how to play the game, and she was wrong. And Kalia said to my friend, "You shouldn't. You can't do that." And my friend was like, "No, you can't do that." And Jojo was like, "Yeah, you can't do that." <laughs> and then the girl was like, "I'm not talking to you." And Jojo. <laughs> Puts her hand, like her little index finger up in the air and, you know, does like the black girl head roll and was like, but I was talking to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
Yo, she said she'd been saving that. <laughs> and the little girl was like up. really indignant and was like, ah, 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 and like walked away. I Whatever. Was like, oh, whoa, whoa, Jojo Joe. has come a f- long way since. <laughs> I don't know how to play with them. I know. <laughs> no, she ain't ready for those. Did kids. you ever tell that story? No, I I live okay. in the neighborhood where the kids is rough and they out here cursing each other out and they're like, you know, they they just come and correct at each other. They talk differently. The lingo, you know, JoJo's one of the few brown people in her school, so she's she's used to a certain way of interaction. So there's a playground across from my house, and so. We, took Jojo out to play with the neighborhood kids. And then, you know, they're just being kids, but they're like, like, you want to play with us? Come here. They're like, aggressive. who are you they're supposed aggressive. to be? They're a little more aggressive. Yeah. They're a little bit more aggressive and real. <laughs> Jojo was like, oh. <laughs> and <laughs> we were done playing. She was like, I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> she like couldn't. They was out there like using fucking deep, deep Ebonics. And Jojo was like, I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> But now she over here rolling her neck talking about, but I was talking to you. I was talking to you. Where did she even learn that from, (laughs) honey? Oh, my God. You better, Jojo, she better be able to back it up. It's like (laughs) Molly Wap her. And then what? Then she's going to learn. Then she's going to be like, okay, all right. That's what we do. That's what that means. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, she's. um, You're better than me. If I saw somebody Molly Wap my child, we fighting. I'm ready. Mm Mm-mm. No. Go ahead, Joe. I'm proud of her. That is it because JoJo's and she like. she stood up for her friend. And her friend was like, thanks, JoJo. She was like, yeah, girl. There was this study. Which is true. So this, this girl, Nana actually sent it to me, who's a fellow podcaster uh, from that Workbay pod I'm always talking about. And she sent me this article that was super interesting. Um, but basically, there was this experiment and... They sat little boys and little girls down separately. And it's not the doll experiment. Don't worry. But they served the kids lemonade. But instead of putting sugar in it, they put salt in it. And the experiment was to see, like, what kids are going to speak up about, like, this ain't really right. And they, the basically, the, the conclusion was that the boys were the ones like, mm this is nasty. Ah, this ain't right. And the girls drank all of the lemonade mm. to basically they didn't and you know they didn't want to um offend anyone they wanted to remain polite they weren't sure if they could speak up and it was such an indication of just our society and how we operate so i'm proud of her because she she definitely sometimes will just go along with the go along but i'm go ahead joe no you better roll like, your She's I'm growing understanding up understanding these social dynamics, my nigga. Like shit is wrong. I gotta stand up <laughs> over Uno. Over Uno. First of all, and she's understanding the complexities of the Uno and the mar- many variations that it can be played. She was like, well, no, not today. Uno not is today, ruining people's Korea. lives What'd because Uno on Twitter is coming out talking about no, you cannot do stacksies. Is you cannot do like draw six, draw four, draw draw ten, and then that person has to draw all of them. They were like, yeah, nah, that's not a rule. And people were flipping out on Twitter, mostly Black Twitter, like, no, 
we're still doing stacks. <laughs> we don't care what you're talking about, Uno. And like the official Uno account was like arguing with people <laughs> over the rules. It's hilarious. You just need to like follow them. Venture on a Twitter at some point. It's there. It's there for you, girl. Uh, Shout out to <sighs> Joe. Yeah, she's just growing up and being a big. And girl. she's wearing little bras now. No, they're just like little. Um, they're like little sports bra things. It's yeah. but she wants it. That's the thing that's so cute. Like last time I, <laughs> I said, "Do you need that?" And she said, "Yes." So okay then, you need it, and I'm I'm good with need it. That. <laughs> but it's cute. She's like, I need my bra. Okay. No, she's she's definitely invested in the transformation of girl to womanhood. Like she's mm-hmm. definitely like, yo, this is a thing. I'm here for it. I think I know how to prepare and I'm ready to show up aesthetically for this. And I'm like, sit down. <laughs> Not today. But yeah, okay. um, yeah, George was growing up. She's a big girl. Um, what else is going on? I don't have anything else going on. My ear hurts. <laughs> I can't hear. God damn it! I can hear. <laughs> I can hear now, cause God fixed it. I this little culture corner note on the Instagram where I get all a lot of my news and updates. Unfortunately. Lord. Or fortunately. Um, I'm really excited for the new movie that's coming out by Melina Matauderapaska. I can't say her last name, but she is the woman, the director, filmmaker responsible for Insecure. And she did a little bit of directorial debut on Master of None on Netflix, Aziz Ansari, hmm. Lena Waithstrun, and she is a masterful music video director and won, I believe, a Grammy? A Grammy? I don't know. Do they give out Grammys for music videos? I don't know. She won some kind of a award of achievement for the um, Love in a Hopeless Face Place video by Rihanna. She's amazing. Oh. She is also behind... We Found Love. What? We Found Love. That's the name we of the song, We Found right? Love. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's also behind Beyonce. Many, many Beyonce videos. Um, more than I can count. I think majority oh, of the Beyonce oh, okay. videos from Beyonce were by her. Upgrade You, Kitty Cat, Freakin' Dress, all that. And most recently, Lemonade. So she's a powerhouse, and I've been obsessed with her for a really long time. She she's knows like, how to film women really well. Yeah. I mean, she's just... That aesthetic of like minimalism and block colors and she's just dope. And she's like best friends with Solange. And if you follow her Instagram, I don't know Does what she it is. Does she do Solange's her name is visuals? Melina. I don't know how to say her last name. The last name is Greek. Mastauska, Mastaukas. Melina Mastaukas. Why don't you spell but it? Anyway. M-O-U-S-T-A-K-A-S. She's dope. I just want to be like her. I really do. There's one person that I really, 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 really admire. And she has a new movie coming out. This is her first film debut, full-length film debut. And it's called Queen and Slim. Have you seen the trailer for it? No. 
Oh my god, it's, it's gonna be so exciting. Oh, like yes, a I Bonnie have. and Clyde kind of thing. It's with Daniel Kaluuya, the guy from Get yeah. Out. Um, yes, I have. and Jodie Turner Smith, who I haven't, I don't know who that is, but this is also her first, um, like first feature film debut. And the screenplay was written by Lena Waithe. So this, this drone is going to be lit like a motherfucker. And this is what it's about. I'm going to read it to you guys. I read this online. While on a forgettable first date together in Ohio, a black man, get outs Daniel Kaluuya, I don't know how to say his name, and a black woman, Jodie Turner Smith are pulled over for a minor traffic infraction. The situation escalates with sudden and tragic results when the man kills the police officer in self-defense. Terrified and in fear for their lives, the man, a retail employee, and the woman, a criminal, criminal defense lawyer, are forced to go on the run. But the incident is captured on video and goes viral, and the couple unwittingly become a symbol of trauma, terror, grief, and pain for people across the country. So if you mm. see the trailer, it has definitely on-the-run vibes, like Beyonce and Jay-Z's On the Run, which Melina directed. And it's like a new age Bonnie and Clyde, but for black people. And of course, it has like police brutality and racism and fighting back and resistance. And like, it it looks like it's going to be super dope. I'm super excited for it. And it's all in Melina's style. So, yeah, she just won a super prestigious award that Beyonce actually presented to her. Mm -hmm. But I just want to, uh, I think the name is spelled wrong. I just looked her up. I think it's Melina Matsuka. And it's M A T S O U K A S. Matt yeah. Sukas. Um, and the movie, the new yeah. movie is Queen and Slim. So everybody, black people are just taking over the fucking world and it might cause. Yeah, a she civil won an Alfie Lifetime Achievement Award. That's really dope. And she's like, and she's 30 only 38. Something. Yeah, she's What'd 38. Winning Lifetime Achievement Awards. That's crazy. She, she's super dope. Her work has been consistently amazing. And like, she's like making this whole aesthetic that everybody, myself included, is really attracted to. So check her out. And uh, that's my culture corner. Um, Fabulous. Keep going, girl. You on a roll. But today we wanted to talk about in connection to my my daughter, something really um, awesome that she experienced like two weeks ago by invite. A friend of ours, um, or a friend of Jolie's, who's like maybe 11 or 12, got her period. And her mother created a beautiful, beautiful ceremony, like multi-generational ceremony, and called it a monarchy party, which I had never heard before. So I was like, malarkey? What the fuck is that? But it's a monarchy party. Oh and it's you. to celebrate a young woman's first moon, her first period cycle. So it just got me to thinking about my own daughter, my own experience, and just kind of like the the importance of ritual and tradition and initiation. And I really want to create that for um, JoJo. And so at this young girl's party... She had a group of women, all again, all different ages, come. No, no men, except for like a little little baby that was there, but basically all women. 
and they were all dressed in red, pink, or like a purple color. Mm. And they had drumming and dance and really great food. Like they had a chocolate fountain with um, strawberries that they dipped in. And I guess the young girl's favorite food was tacos. And they had a moment where she had to walk into the group of women on a red um, carpet kind of thing. So she kind of like walked in and she was placed in the center and given a lot of attention. And and all of the women went around and kind of gave her, her their first experiences with their period. And then mm. they gave her a blessing. And um, my mom and my sister went and they were super, super touched by it. And my mom was kind of embarrassed because she just didn't have the mindset she wasn't taught to do that so she was feeling kind of salty that she didn't provide that for us and my sister was feeling some kind of way but they were deeply (laughs) deeply moved that you know Jojo got to experience and Jojo didn't think anything of it maybe when she gets older she'll definitely like that she'll have remembered that does she does Jojo know what a period is Jojo knows what a period is she knows she knows what it is um okay and I just thought a period is, especially in our society, is like, you know, for us, a lot of women don't know what the fuck their period is in the first time, in the first place, like what that means, what their body's going through each month. And especially as young women, you're not necessarily given like the science behind it. Mm-hmm. What to speak of the acknowledgement of like, wow, this is, you are capable of bringing a child into this world now that you have this, you know, bodily function. Now that this shit is happening, and that's kind of like a, a a a a wonderful opportunity for like accountability, well wishing, and kind of passing on and giving the tools to handle that responsibly and proudly, and with knowledge and so I just wanted to share I just wanted to talk about that and see kind of what your first experience was with your period and um do you understand what your cycle is and you know how do what is your connection with yourself personally personally and your 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 cycle internet well I guess I mean, I didn't have anything like that. Um, I forget how old I was. It took me a while. I knew that there were girls in my class that had it. And I didn't yet. I think I was like in the eighth grade, which was pretty late for everybody else, I think. Um, But I remember I never went. We We were always with my parents. But for whatever reason, my mom and dad... I guess we're both busy or something. And I was at my grandmother's house and literally we never slept over there, my sister and I. And I remember thinking, I'm going to get my period tonight. I remember thinking that because I felt different. Like I felt, I guess, like a pull of mm. sorts, like a like a very, a sensation lower. And it wasn't necessarily, I didn't identify it as a cramp because I guess I didn't know what that was yet. But it was like a pulling and then I wiped and there was a little blood. And I remember I went to my sister and I was like, I got my period. And she was like, no, you didn't. 
<laughs> like real dismissive. Like you just want to be grown and you're not. And I was like, yes, I did. And so she, I think she made me like show her the toilet paper or something. And then we told my grandma and my grandma was like, mm, okay. And she kind of, my grandma was this black woman, very like, she just old school. And, um, <laughs> she said, she sat me down and was just like, so you know what this means, right? You're going to have to be real good about cleaning yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it was all about cleaning yourself. Yep. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. I got to clean myself. Okay. And so <laughs> I remember, I think it was, it was hot and we walked to the store and she got me pads. I remember she came home and she called my dad and my dad was just like, okay. And you know, she told me how to use the pads or whatever. And that was that, like, that was it. And then I remember when I finally went home, my mom was like, you know, you got your period. So you know what this means, right? And I was like, I have to clean myself real good. And she was like, yes, that was Mm -hmm. that. And I remember my dad was the one that, (laughs) I love him. He came up to me and was like, how are you feeling? (laughs) And I was like, I'm fine. And he said, okay. Well, congratulations, you're a woman now. And <laughs> gave me a hug and walked away. <laughs> and I remember, I think he might have asked me if like I wanted to celebrate. And I was like, no, what are you talking about? It was just this awkward thing. So you're going to give me a cake? Like, no. Which I guess was nice. But he he was so uncomfortable about it. It was like I was his baby girl and I got my period. He was just like, congratulations. And my mom is a nurse. So she's just very matter of fact. Like, listen, you need to clean yourself. You have to make sure yada, yada, yada. Tell me if you're in pain. You're not going to be using tampons because you're too young for that shit. And, you know, tell me when you run out of pads. Done. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even really did you know talk about what it with a your period girlfriend? was. Did, did no. you know your mom bled? Do you, do you ever remember seeing blood from your mom? I remember... I think, yeah, I think I remember, yes, I remember, because I was a creep. I was one of those kids. I really like water. And so whenever she was in the bathroom, I would, like, be in there with her, like, sitting on the floor, watching my mom and talking to her. And yeah. a lot of it, a lot of it was because she worked late. She worked night. So it would be her getting ready for work, and I knew she was leaving, and I just got home from school. So I'd be sitting in there on the floor, Indian, is that appropriate to say now? Indian cross leg? I don't know. Um, but they called it, used to call it Indian style. I don't know if that's Good catch, Antoinette. That's well, right. You heard Stay me. woke. Stay woke, my nigga. Woke meter. Do, 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 the Native do, 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 American do. indigenous style of the <laughs> healthy way of sitting to produce good bowels. Talk about it. Um, <laughs> no. So I was sitting there and I remember seeing that and asking her and she said, it's a period. And that was it. Like there was not a whole lot. And she'd be like, we talked about this when we watched the, the miracle of life. Women get Did- one. And that was, it was, it's all very matter of fact. Did you, so you, do you see your mom naked now? Is she like, don't look at me. Yeah. You you naked. Okay. I don't, I don't have many boundaries, (laughs) especially (laughs) with my mom. So like, I, I get offended. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm not getting out of the bathroom. The only time I leave the bathroom, if she's in there is if like her stomach hurts and I'm like, all right, I'll get out. But like other than that, I'm we're sitting chilling. We're talking. I know a lot of women. I'm, I'm lying. All of the women in my life always their nudity was just like a thing, oh. especially 
My mom was nude in front of me, but she would always make comments, negative comments about her body. I and remember that. Yana, psh, that's crazy. How she was fat, how she was this, how she was that. And I remember like notating that. Being like, oh, okay. My mom, you know, y'all know Bad Barb. She's just a wild ass hippie. And her sisters are very similar. So like being naked was always, women being naked around each other was always like, a thing but i know one of jojo's friends mother would you say that's not a thing in most households it isn't jojo's Mm -hmm. friend's mother who's the same age as her her daughter's the same age as jojo and jojo must have said to her friend like yeah you know i got a bra now mind you she just has an undershirt she has one of these like bra uh what's it called it's like Uh, a crop top undershirt sports bra it's not like a cupped or even like a uh yeah a cut out like a bra bra but you know she showed her friend and so her mom kind of stepped to me like yeah so jojo has a bra now and i was like i explained it she's like yeah well it prompted a conversation between me and her daughter and she shared with me like that the this was the first time she shared with her daughter that her daughter was going to grow breasts and mm-hmm. hair under her arms and on her vagina and i was like and the girl was like appalled and i was like um she's she never seen see you mom. and she was yeah. like no and i was like oh and <laughs> you're like, I, like I walk around butt ass we have naked in my house oh mind you it's just me <laughs> and jojo but i was just like wow that's i think that's really healthy I don't think I it's do good too. to be walking around hiding your body of shame with like your daughters. I think it's really important. That and it gives information like, yo, when mm-hmm. you get older, you're going to have, you know, this is what you're going, this is what you're going to grow up to have yourself. And like, yeah, that's interesting. My cycle, I have no recollection whatsoever of my interaction with my mom. I think I was so deep with my friends. Like, my friends were my life. I remember a lot of my girlfriends were far more mature physically than I was. And I remember lying and say that I had started my cycle before I actually had. And then I was in the bathroom, and then I just saw this chalky brown stuff. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, you know, and I was like, oh, I started my cycle. And I think a lot of my education came from me just copying what they did. But mm. I don't remember at all any conversation with my mom or my dad whatsoever. And I must have been 12, must have been 12, 11, about to be 12, mm. but probably like 12 years old. And that's just a shame that we don't know. Like that. It's Did so you know funny. what a period was? I knew that you bled, and my mom, with her hippie but what ass, it, but what it's for? I guess I so. never knew that. I I didn't I didn't, I just knew it was like you're when you're older, this thing happens, but I didn't quite understand what it was. Somehow or other, it, it rang bells. You know, I knew like, oh, you don't get your period, then you're pregnant, and I was like, whatever that means, I don't understand why, but <laughs> whatever. But I feel like there's a lot of women right now who have no idea why they bleed. Or like, I think... Yeah, they don't know what menstruation, what the phases are of it. They don't know. Yeah. I Um, feel like... What are the... Can you just go over the phases? Because I... I, Go ahead. 
I just want to make a note and similar to what you said that has blown my mind to this day that especially for black women, I guess from your for your mom too, but in every conversation I've had of a black mother who has a daughter that's now menstruating or just started is they those little girls are dirty. They do not know how to clean themselves. And I'm always I wasn't told that. Taken aback by Really? Like that's oh. what you're focusing on? That's what you're so worried about is your daughter not s- having, you know, having what is just shame around it and the fact that oh, if she smells, if she's funky or if she bleeds through her pants, like everybody will know she's menstruating, I feel like and I was like that's so shameful. She's like the stinky girl that smells like fish, which I'll, like that's a thing. It was you absolutely know how to take care shameful. of yourself. It was absolutely. I remember. Look at how they package tampons now. Like how they can be so discreet. They can be so this. Da, 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 da. Nobody's supposed to know that you're on your period. Nobody's ever supposed. Like it's a whole thing. Look. Oh, this it, tampon is now packaged to look like lipstick, so that you can take it to the bathroom and it's no big deal. It's like fuck that. There I'm on is my period. secrecy. Yeah, all around it. Like to the just like you said, the fact we don't even know what the fuck is going on with our bodies, and so. Mm-hmm. I have been doing research for, for years now because I'm the daughter of my hippie mom. And I was like, I ain't going on birth control. I know how my body works. Got so him. I, <laughs> I'm telling you, How'd I knew what was you? going on, but I couldn't control what the other person was doing. It takes two <laughs> to tango. That nigga don't respect your luteal phase or your ovulation phase rather than it's Got over. Got him. <laughs> but menstruation is broken down into three phases. And this is a very, very... Um, rough overview of this. So I know I'm a nursing and doctor women, doctor women are, and men are probably like, but you don't know what you're talking about. But to the best of my ability, I will use my interpretation and understanding and pronunciation of all these different phases. So I'm sorry, there's four phases. So there's menstruation where you're actually bleeding. And then there's the follicular stage where it is the release kind of like the production of the egg where it's released from your um, hormones go off where it's like all right we ready to release this egg to produce this egg and then release it and send it down and close to the um, to the uterus so that it can be fertilized if if you out here fucking with no protection and so after the follicular stage follicular I don't know the word, but it has to do with follicle and it busting out of the follicle of the Folic- ovary. Um, follic- follicular looks better. Follicular. There's ovulation, and ovulation lasts for about four to six days. Um, and that's when the egg is ripe and ready and available to be fertilized. And ovulation is after you menstruate. Yeah. After well, it's a phase, so the, all of these right. are like weeks apart, kind of thing. So yes, you ovulate. It's a cycle, so they all, you know, the they all lead right. into each other, and it goes round and round and round. Um, and then after you ovulate, and if your egg is fertilized, then different hormones are released, and it's like, all right, we about to have this baby. But if not, other hormones are released, which trigger the loss of the tissue and the breakdown of the egg. So all of that 
perfect rich tissue material that is building up and ovulation then has to be broken down and that's called the luteal phase and after the luteal phase everything is kind of broken down you bleed and you menstruate and then it so goes it's your uterine wall it's part it of your uterine wall that you're shedding yeah the right. yep all of it comes down so this whole process and it varies for every differently for every woman which is really important is normally 28 to 40 days cycle Mm. all of those four phases go all around and repeat every 28 to 40 days and the fact that 28 days or 30 days is connected with like our lunar moon phases the um the the you know i don't know the word the filling of the moon and then it recedes and it goes along with you know, our menstruation and the moon. To me, like, that just blows my fucking well, mind. I'm one of these unfortunate women. <laughs> I won't say unfortunate. I have a very short cycle. So my cycle is usually between 22 and, like, 24 days. So most months, I will get a period twice. <laughs> Wow. I'll get it at the beginning of the month and I'll get it at the end of the month. Not most months, but there are some months where it just works out that way. But I get a period quite often. And it's interesting because when I was on, when I had an IUD, it was regulated um, where I could feel when I was, because I didn't get a period. I would just spot. And I could feel like when my body was like wanting to shed this lining or whatever. But... I wasn't necessarily doing that, but it was, it was, um, a longer cycle. It had like, it wasn't 22 days anymore. It was like that typical 28, 28. They try to mock the natural cycle. Yeah. Or a longer cycle. But yeah, again, that change, that may change. Like, but we don't, we're not given this information. We're not given this information about all of these different phases and all of these different phases, your body responds differently. So your vaginal fluid changes through all of these different cycles. And if we're not given that information, we often think that something's wrong with us. So Mm -hmm. your vaginal fluid can be really thick and creamy. It can be really gummy and dry, or it can be really, really wet and watery. And all of that are indicating like, bitch, you about to ovulate. It's prime time. Let's go. Or it could be like, oh, you're breaking down or you're about to menstruate. But so many women, myself included, because I've always been one to be like, get a mirror and look down there. Since I was a young girl, I was always just staring at my Wait, vagina you never, through a mirror. Wait, you never... Oh, okay. You did do that. Okay. Yeah. All the time. And... Really? I would see these different fluids and I'd be like, oh my God, like something's wrong with me. It, it was always mm-hmm. shrouded with like disgust and shame. And then when I was sexually active, I was like, I have a venereal disease and I need to go to the <laughs> doctor. And it was always this fear and shame around it. But if I were given, like, by my mom the information, I would be, maybe I wouldn't have gotten, I probably would have, I don't know, probably would have gotten pregnant. Don't, anyway. don't put that but on bad knows? barbs. Maybe I, I wouldn't like, have gotten pregnant. No, I, you would have. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been empowered in a way that I wasn't until much later. And still, even now, I, I'm... I don't track my cycle the way that I should. Um, there was a you time don't have I an knew app? exactly how many days. I'm sorry? You don't have an app? No, I don't have <gasps> an app. 
Why? I just kind of have follow my body. Like I'm like, oh, my breasts are tender and looking wonderful. Um, or I'll be like, oh, I need to watch a porno. I told you all about that. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll say ovulating. that there's, I use Flow app, F-L-O. And it, I really like it because <laughs> you can like put in how you're feeling. You can put in like if you're, what kind of spotting you have, what kind of discharge you have. And it comes in so handy. Like when I do go to the doctors or I have, like I had to answer when I had that cervical cancer scare, I had to answer so many questions about my cycle. And I was like, if I did not have this app and like yeah. take notes. It's super important. It's so amazing. Like I was, I, yeah. she was like, when was your last cycle of mental? And I'd be like, oh, this date. And I remember it was, being like that. Yep. Yeah. I'm like super on it. But I'm not even sexually. If, imagine if active. we gave a young girl those tools. So by the time she's 21 or seven, you know, she's ready to start having sex. She's, she is empowered because yeah. when often especially women that are in relationships where they're like yo i am ready to have kids this is how they have kids they track their cycle for a good three to four months six months they know exactly when they're ovulating they know and they and they become pregnant and then they use that same information if they don't want to be pregnant so Mm -hmm. this is you know a lot of people don't follow this and they just throw it to being hippy dippy but like no this is like a serious well um, i don't think people realize information that you can use as for for family planning i don't think people realize that you just you don't just get pregnant any day of the month yeah (laughs) I, i don't i don't think i think there's a lot of people that don't realize that like you get pregnant when you're ovulating so i used to love to tell my partner like i'm ovulating so FYI, I know I have this IUD, but I'm ovulating. So, yep, <laughs> do something. It's wonderful. Do something a little different. <laughs> but I just, it's so. I didn't even talk to my sister about periods. Like we just never talked about it. It just wasn't a thing. It was like figure it out, navigate this. I remember when I first started using tampons, and the shame that came over me with that from like especially with black my mom and my yes and they were like you using tampons why are you using tampons what are you doing and I was like wait what what do you mean I don't like this diaper (laughs) like that was my issue and then I used a diva cup for a little while which was really nice but that was difficult because I like shared a bathroom it was like a whole thing like in college I was trying to figure that out but and I also took Oh my God, I'm going off on a tangent. I actually took a menstruation class in in college and I wish I could remember half the shit that we learned, but it was all about, it wasn't about necessarily menstruation and the, the medical side of it. It was all about like society, how they viewed menstruation and it was taught by a man. And this man <laughs> was obsessed with, cycles and especially the the part of the the part of the month where a woman bled and he used to collect his wife's blood and paint with it yep that's a that listen there are rituals behind this it was it it's revered in a lot of 
Um, yeah, yes, that was his approach. Like he thought that she was the most amazing thing. It's in full the of world. stem cells. It's like mm-hmm. some powerful shit. What you're bleeding out scientifically is rich. It's like the richest soil in the world. It's an egg. It's 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 the tissue that would fertilize and give life. Like it's not. It's a, people use it for stem cells and shit. Like it's no. But joke. isn't that interesting? How we're taught that it's something nasty. It's something to hide. It's something not to be proud of. It's something that doesn't empower you. It's like a weakness. Like I'm going to Bali soon, and women are not allowed in the spiritual baths if they are menstruating. Like it's written everywhere. Like women who are menstruating need to like chill the fuck out, and like be in the house. And I just, I, I find that to be, it's just another way. And I guess this, this male world has tried to oppress us and convince us that we're not magical. And that, but some places don't, some places revere it. Um, what do you wish your mom had done or whoever? What, what do you, what do you wish you had experienced and what would you do differently for a young woman in your life? I don't know. I mean, I feel like my mom, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I would have felt having like a party. Cause even my dad, like, I think he offered me a cake and I was like, what are you talking about? No. Um, so I, I really don't know. I, th- I would love to have like a very, if I do have a daughter or have children to have like a very open, I would love to have something celebratory of like a rites of passage where it's not like the whole block comes, but you know, people that she cares about and where we, t- you know, we can sit down and talk about, just talk it out if she has, but it, again, I wouldn't want to force that on her because it is, there is like a stigma behind it within society. And sometimes you can't control that. Like, it might be a situation where your child is like, actually, I don't want this to be a public thing. This is private. And so I would kind of try to gauge my kid. Um, but I, I, I felt so disconnected from my body anyway that I probably wouldn't have wanted that. So I was probably more comfortable with everybody just kind of ignoring it and me figuring it out, whether that's for the better or worse, in all honesty. The, the young girl was shy about it. Like there was definitely mm. a bashfulness about it. And my mom and my sister said that she was, you know, she was very humble and very shy, but she was also like soaking it all in. And I think it's a great opportunity to have women be celebrated and given attention to by other women and not by a man for how she looks or how she mm-hmm. is sexually objectified in some way, but like celebrate girls and be like, yeah, you're powerful as fuck and your body's doing this thing. And, you know, we all went through it and take it in. You know, we love you. You're, yeah. you're loved. You're seen. And you're a part of like this community of, um, of women now, so I'm a force. I think it would have to. <laughs> right, I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> I know she's gonna be nervous because it's just like you know. She but was, I think it has to start young. Like maybe does she see you bleed? Like does she understand? Yeah, you know? and she understands it because I asked her like, "What's the period?" She's like, "Well, it's, you're bleeding." 
because you don't have a baby and the the egg has to come out. I love her so much. <laughs> she knows that. But I have I have yet to talk to her about sex. I need to tell her exactly Oof. what sex is. And you're going to? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell her. Yeah, baby. I can I highly recommend something. The Miracle of Life is my jam. And I think it's on Netflix. Okay. It was so helpful for me. It like goes it goes from like conception to well actually it goes from like I think it goes from like puberty to it, it you travel like with the sperm through the tubes. Do you understand? <laughs> really is it like clear? I that got it's a it. Penis and it a was vagina yes, and, they and then and they show you a diagram of marriage? that, and then they even sh- and it ends with childbirth, and it's like I think I saw that in high school. My mind was rocked. I was my, like, my mom. One of JoJo's friends' parents sat her down there, uh, Christian, and they like told her everything about the penis, mm. vagina. There was a book. There was, you know, a, there wasn't the act. They didn't tell him that, like, show the act, but like, yo, these, you know, these two pieces come together and the baby's born. And they explained, I guess she asked if that's what they're doing. And they were like, yeah. <laughs> and she looked at him in awe and she was like, oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that wow. sweet? That's oh, so cute. Wow. <laughs> wow. There's also I'm on Netflix now. There's a um Nine Months That Made You Doc. I've never seen it, but that could be cool. It's a um three part series. I feel like animals are also a good example. Like watching National Geographic and like them lions humping. I was like, what is going they on? They look so uncomfortable they, though. I don't want I I I, I don't know. You said? I feel like that's still like fantasy land. Like, come on, let's show that. Let's really get in. If we gonna get into it, let's get into it. Not two giraffes rubbing Ew, against, up against each other. Giraffes having. Sex? I don't know. I'm just I saying. Like, now it, want to see giraffes having sex? Actually, how is that possible? I know. That looks sounds so uncomfortable. <laughs> Shut up. But um, that's what I'm gonna do. I am definitely gonna do that with her. Um, and well, why? How are you definitely gonna do it? What if she doesn't want it? Well, I think she's already been exposed to this. I'm just going to keep talking it up. <laughs> if she doesn't want it, I'll respect it. You know, but I don't see why she wouldn't want her aunties. It's not, I'm, I'm not going to invite random people. I'm not. There's not going to be our men. But like we it's having a block like party. Me, my mom, her sister, her aunties, you guys, you know, her friends. I think it's great that little girls. I, I think this practice is super important. Like these kind of rituals should be passed down um, to break away and be examples of like to go against like the shame and all that, you know, and it being a a disconnected experience. And like she can have a baby. That's a great responsibility. You could Mm -hmm. have a baby now. You can bring a child into this world. You need to be married before you have sex. <laughs> oh, God. Or you're going to hell, Jolie. Don't now put do this that. goddamn pad on <laughs> and wash yourself with soap, even though it may mess up the bacteria. Yeah, in the they're saying not to do that. Saying it messes up your pH. Very interesting. Yeah. But this is something that you can now talk to your daughter about. That we're learning, like you should, we should be giving the tools that we didn't have 
to them so that they can go forward and rebel against it. <laughs> oh my God. Continue. I can't stand you. <laughs> you think um, it's a game out here. But I just wanted to share. We all know, and again, I think it only builds on this idea of shame and curse. There are many countries around the world, and I would put America in that box where, you know, the period is this um, lonely, secret thing. So for a lot of folks, there's no sex is allowed. You're isolated. You can't be involved with religious activities and prayer and um, holy places you're not allowed to be in. Mm -hmm. And for some places, there's not even any access to sanitary napkins. So, yes, that issue of smell, that issue mm -hmm. of embarrassment, that issue of having nothing to catch blood as it drips down your legs and stuff. Like, I couldn't imagine that. So women well, can't work. My they can't mom, go to school. My it mom like used their to life. Go ahead. use rags, she told me. She was like, we didn't have pads. You used rags. You safety pin the rag in your um, underwear, and then you washed it out and hung it up to dry. And I was like, oh. oh. That's why you say, okay. she was she on the rag? You ever heard that? That's why they say that. She's on the rag. That's where that came from, because women used to do that. I'm sure it's like she ended up getting tampons, I mean, pads or whatever, obviously. But like when she was real little, she was one of nine kids. So they ain't have it. <clears throat> well, in some places there is no access to it. And there's a really, really short and sweet and hella inspiring um, documentary on Netflix about India and these folks that are doing everything they can to create sanitary napkins, which also mm -hmm. create jobs for women. Um, and it's called period, end of sentence, Sen end of sentence, period, end of sentence is really good. You can check that out. Um, also, there's um, a woman in Philly, Maisha Ngaza. A lot of people call her Mama Maisha. Um, I met her at, at Freedom School and she's an elder, but she has, there's a group of women, there's a tribe of women in Philly um, who are, they're sewing, they're like making reusable, um, menstrual pads and yep. they send them to schools in, um, Gambia and Kenya. Wow. And so she, they meet at Emotep charter school on Tuesdays to do it. I don't know if they do it during the summer, but they are taking donations. If you're interested, if anybody's interested in that, like $5, $10, whatever. And they're in these really, really cute designs. And they're like snap clips. So like you snap it to your underwear. And they're like, they're they're really cute. Um, but if anybody's interested in donating or getting hooked up with that, please just DM yes. me. E email us, ATWCPod. Yes. I'll be happy to put you in touch with her because she's banging. Like she's out here doing the real work. She got I her sewing her fucking sewing machine out and was like, okay, there's a problem. I'm retired. I got this. I, I just um, admire her. I'm also all down for like the reusable menstruating things. Like I don't know why people are buying. I understand, but I've decided I'm not Because there's doing shame and they don't want to touch it. I there was like when people found out that I used a menstrual cup, they were like disgusted by it. I'm all for it. I haven't spent any money on a cup on like menstrual stuff in years. In years. What do you use? Do you use a menstrual cup? Yeah, I use a diva cup. Mm. And they have 
sizes for women that have never had a child and those that have. Mm-hmm. Similar to a tampon or a sanitary napkin, there are leaks. There are like, you know, it takes a minute to get used to it. And to uh, figure out how to insert to it. Figure yeah. out how to put it in. There is the awkward um you have to get rid of the blood. So basically it just has some suction. You put it into your vaginal wall and by suction it it basically just kind of like moves towards your uterus and it won't leak. It just like goes up there yeah. and kind of does a little suction thing. Um, when I first put it in, put it in, I like had to give birth to it and I thought that I would never get it out of me and it was really <laughs> scary, but it, it was difficult, but I just prevailed and kept going and now it's super easy and it's, I figure out when I can dump it and it's easy to clean. Um, but yeah, you are oh, touching your blood, you are seeing your blood, mm-hmm. and you are seeing how much blood you release, and you're dumping it in the toilet, and that's the, it. The only thing to consider about that is consider your circumstances. So if you are in a dorm room or a dormitory where you have a communal bathroom and that there isn't a sink in the stall, it's just something to consider, or any kind of situation like that that you will have to leave the stall and then dump this in a public sink and there might be people around. It's just something to yeah. think about. That was the thing that like was getting me because I was always in dance class and running around the city and I was like, I don't yeah, really like to do that. <laughs> I would prefer to have a sink in the stall and then like handle it. But, you know. If your circumstances allow you, it's a really great alternative and a healthier one. Yeah. Because these tampons, these bleach tampons are a no-go. And, and you can expensive. get them at like, and they're expensive. You can get them at um, Whole Foods. And Whole Foods also sells, you know, supposedly like tampons that aren't full of bleach. They're like organic ones. So maybe, who knows? Um, And I just wanted to share two little anecdotes for folks, cultures that aren't shaming women. So in some parts of Ghana, West Africa, where a lot of black folks are descendants of, um, young girls sit under beautiful ceremony umbrellas when they begin menstruating. The family gives her gifts and pay her homage. She is celebrated like a little queen. And then a lot of indigenous native folks um, to North America, they live in close proximity, and which I think is amazing. Again, when women live together, their cycles end up. You guys end up being on the same yes. shared menstrual cycle, um, and during that time together, they practice different rituals and just kind of sit with each other. And they say it's a very heightened spiritual experience, and uh, similar to kind of like the red tent of many different cultures where women were all menstruating together and they just shared, (sighs) they just got to rest. Really. They just got to fucking rest. Like, yeah, maybe they weren't going to the religious things and they weren't having any sex, but like they also didn't have to work or they could just rest. And that's, we don't do that. Um, what about, do you get like a, um, I'm, this might be a little bit off topic, but I just have a question for you. Or should I wait? I had a question around like PMS. Oh, God. 
And like the whole stigma around that, like, oh, this she's being a bitch or she's cranky or she's this. And it's very real. Like I I can get irritable, but mostly I'm I like to call it profound sadness because it's like a whole level of sorrow that and I know why I'm that sad, but like I haven't quite figured that out yet. And my sister actually sent me these PMS pills and like all these things that she takes because she suffers from terrible mood swings and stuff. I don't know if I should be saying it. I'm sorry, girl. But <laughs> she's helped. Like she's like cured herself. I don't know. So I'm just curious. Like I don't, I can't tell when, if, if and when you're menstruating. I think you can sometimes like, you sometimes can feel me out and be like, okay, she's a little, she's tripping a little bit. I get really sad too, and it's mm. it, I it, it's hopeless for me. It's like hopeless. Nothing's working. Yeah, I'm just really, really sad. But then I also, and there again, that's why it's very important to have knowledge. I also can kind of do an outer body thing, like, bitch, you it's gonna be okay. You're also just meant, you know, you're also um, PMSing. You're about to get your period. Um, I think that that also is a perfect way to do the self-care things, you know, like be extra nice for yourself. Girl, get yourself the candy bar, um, you know, lie in bed, create some time that you can rest. There's some women that have terrible periods. I'm so mm-hmm. happy that I don't, but like debilitating periods. And there's I no space for I once had one for, for like them. a month and a half. They have to go to work. They got to take care of their kids. They got to like... You know, hide it. Often, some women are bleeding through their clothes. It's like, and it becomes a terrible experience. There's yeah, no space. I I once had one for a month and a half, and that was like, that was an indication that something was off, and that's why I got the IUD was to like regulate it, and because I had fibroids, like small ones. They're they've since been shrunken, but I would say. There's a couple things that you can do for PMS. My, the main thing that helps me is sweating, exercise. Like as soon as I get some of these, I release some of these endorphins, like I can get myself out of it. Um, I really don't do well when I'm eating poorly. Like I know if I'm eating, if I'm eating clean, quote unquote clean with like vegetables and like just whole foods and staying away from like nonsense foods, my period tends to be so much more easier for me to manage, so much easy, like so much lighter. My mood is better. Um, caffeine, alcohol, they say, try to avoid those things because they, they can really just exacerbate your, your whatever your symptoms are for PMS um, and get your fucking sleep. Like the, your body is doing so much. Um, and I don't do think, you, I just don't think do people you, realize. Is, do you think your period is changing as you get older? Because mine is. I, I don't know. I'm still getting used to having a period. It's not even been a oh, year since I've, yeah. Cause I had the IUD for years. So I, and if it was up to me, I'd still have it. So I'm still getting, I'm still getting I'm still adapting, but I know that my PMS symptoms, and I think it could be an indication of a lot of different things that maybe me being very stressed out at work, 
recent as you know before when it was like super busy not getting enough sleep not having time to exercise and it, it is that hopeless feeling of like what am I you I start asking what am I doing with my life who yep. am I you're ugly and I definitely will say though I go up about uh, two whole sizes and my bras don't fit I have I have specific clothes that I wear when I'm on my period that fit mm. Be- because when you're on I, your period I bloat so crazy mm. when I'm it's like a couple days before and during where I'm just like out I'm I'm significantly heavier or it could be body dysmorphia but I, I thought that but when my clothes weren't fitting and then as soon as I'm off they fit again it's like okay come on yeah so another but again key thing, exercise is the thing for me I think that's very true I, so whatever your self-care is, maybe, you know, me, I want to eat like French fries and I will talk myself into saying like, girl, you deserve this because you about to bleed out of your vagina. But also, <laughs> I also know that oh my God. The, the better I eat and take care of myself, the shorter my periods, the less cramps mm-hmm. I have. And like, you know, it's just a breeze. So that's very true. You're right. Psh, shit. Your body always wants you to do everything. Yeah. Um, but for those that are suffering very badly and have never thought that there was an option, maybe you should really tap into um, foods, what foods could help with that. Um, mm-hmm. I know sugar is a huge culprit for fibroids. It's just like the worst thing you can do, but that's a really hard thing to give up. So yeah, I understand if that's po- not possible. Another thing, another s- sexy thing. Also, sex on your period is a thing, but I'll never forget. Like, there's nothing better than when a man, your partner, knows your cycle. And I'm just like, wait, what? And, you know, they can be far more attentive. Like, I just love the fact that I've had partners that were attentive enough to be like, yeah. if I if I was upset, to be like, you you know, I know you're you're about to get your period or they'd just be just as concerned just like are you are you going to get your period i know your period's coming it's been blah blah blah, blah. and it's just like such a f- a fun thing yeah there's this thing. guy at my job who he's like super progressive he's banging and he has this girlfriend um and i was over at their house and they were having like a big cookout and she got her period in the middle of the cookout and she was like super open about it and he he just took it upon himself to like go upstairs, put the heating pad on for her, run her bath. Like he's just that guy. He also like picks up the birth control for her. He'll go and be like, oh, I have to get tampons for such and such. Like that yes. is so supportive and so great and Men. such a turn on. But yes. you also said something earlier where sex on your period. I have no problem. Like, I'm, I'm actually offended. If a man is like, I'm not having sex with you on your period. Like, that really offends me. (laughs) And I don't necessarily want to have sex with you when I'm, like, super heavy. But just the idea of you, you plural, but just the idea of, like, this human being fine with, like, entering my body but, like, not okay with what my body does and, like, me as a woman (laughs) and, like, being scared of that is... It's just really interesting to me. I always saw it as a rejection and yeah. as like someone who's not very progressive or someone who like 
doesn't understand how sacred that is and how powerful it is. And not saying that he should be like painting with my with my menses. Like I don't need that. She well, said like, menses. Put a clap in right there. You boop, better boop, put boop, a clap boop. in. <laughs> with my menses. Bitch said menses. I told you oh, I took that God. class, honey. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I we could put a towel down or we can go in the shower. Because I don't know about any. Uh, there's a lot of women who are down. very horny on their period. Yeah. Like, very. Yes. Get it popping. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I don't yo, like to do we have it... natural lubrication. And I'm not having sex with, like, random Bob. Or like John or whoever the fuck that Khalil's. I'm talking about like my man. Oh Khalil, I hate you. Yo, remember Khalil White? Yes, Who is Khalil White. I gotta look that up. Is that a living Khalil, single bull? He, it, no, I think Khalil White is um Steve Urkel. Is, oh, who was who was the boy from Living Single who um Khadijah was with for a little while? Remember him? I think his name might have been Khalil on the show, and he oh, had she- the like. I don't know who Khalil White is. I just Googled it, and that's not who Khalil White is. No, his name is Jaleel White. Wait, are you looking at this guy with the <laughs> selfie? Because I Googled it, too. He's got the selfie in, like, the car. I was like, wait a minute. That's the type of... <laughs> that's the kind of social media niggas that... Yo, oh, that's the kind God. of dude that I'm like, this is... I don't need you. What was Khadijah's man name in Living Single? I Somebody fucking tweet that or know. DM us. They'll know. But anyway, I digress. (laughs) Y'all got to Google Khalil White right now and see this nigga on the second row, (laughs) far left. (laughs) No, he's first. He's oh. it's the first picture that's taking me out. The peace sign. The one right under it is what's making me upset. Let me see. Oh! You guys, this please Google. Google Khalil White and fucking go to Google Images and get it's your entire. It's too. Jesus. Oh, it's on MySpace. I live. Do you see the LinkedIn bull? Top 10 Khalil White profiles on LinkedIn. You see him? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's wilding. Anyway, we dig- I don't remember what I was saying, but basically, I'm trying to have sex on my period if you want to. <laughs> I, to be completely honest, I Don't haven't had one me. man because I've been fucking like seven hundred and sixty-six. Just kidding. Yeah. But in any of the partners, I've never had somebody be like, "Um, actually, that's disgusting, and you need to be in a hut." <laughs> have you dated? <laughs> this is gonna sound messed up, and I'm not trying to make it sound messed up, but I'm just curious. Have you dated any like Caribbean men? No. Have I? There is mm-hmm. a thing with caribbean men i find and it's like a it's like they have a some of them have a thing around periods like Like very strict yeah it's very nasty there are some caribbean men that are like yeah nah and it's just like a thing it's like you either get the ones that are like oh i'm still trying to even give you oral sex or you get the ones that are like yeah nah we don't do that like and it all depends on like what they're upbringing is but like it's it's very there's a very me can't do it (laughs) me can't (laughs) me can't and other guys are like jai rastafari that is (laughs) i tell food (laughs) i tell oh my god internet hate you have you ever let anybody absolutely not 
absolutely not. Now that's like I'm like no, I know I don't. I don't even want to because I want to like kiss, and I, I'm not even trying to do that. And my sheets are white. Like it's a whole thing. <laughs> my whole bedding is white. Everything's wow. white. I that's just can't. A, that is a process. Have you? No. Yeah. No, but I've heard plenty really people interested. say that. I mean. It depends. Like a full on day, like day one, I don't want to have sex. Yeah. I just don't want to. It's just like, damn. Or maybe, maybe I have. I'm lying. But most of the time, I don't want to. But like that second, third day, like, I think I stopped playing. Exactly. Like, let's get it crack up. Put that towel down, my nigga. Let's go. <laughs> I love that. Put the towel down. I need to Put buy just like a purple towel, red towel, just for that. <laughs> Red light special. Um, oh. Is that the music for this? Red light. Yes. Ben. Yes. Yes, it? it is. That we kind of ruined the surprise, huh? That is good. Anyway, listen. Do you have a takeaway? Um, I would say the takeaway is you're amazing. Your body is amazing. Treat it as such. Educate yourself. Educate your daughters. Educate your sons. Educate your sons. These niggas, you got know, because these negroes, they gotta know too. They, they gotta, gotta know learn. how. Yo, <laughs> and it they they will get hella cool points for. And then like it it'll help with some of the shame of like. Little boys being like, oh, my God, ew. I just remember little girls having to go home from school and shit. It was, like, not that deep. But, yeah. yeah. But like, Yo, baby, you want your luteal phase, baby? I know that uh, tissue's breaking down. You can't get pregnant. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so you happy you don't have a son. Phase? Like, you <laughs> You think that egg is ready or not? Nah? Like, what <laughs> 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 Yeah, and she's gonna be like, "Yes, actually, let's go." And then, you know, I thought this episode was about to be just about traditions in general, not all about periods. But I'm with it. I fuck I mean, with this. You I think did, this is you're a, doing I God's think this work. Is important. It is for women in terms of a tradition and passing on. This is one of many, but yeah. and I w- I'd be really um, curious. And I asked my artsy boy about this, but like what kind of sexual um, ritual or like acknowledgement would be great for a young boy? Like how do you acknowledge his passage into, hey, you can get a girl pregnant? You know, this is very important. Your body's changing. We see you. Your voice is getting deep. Um, you balls are got a little bigger. Peach fuzz and on you. I know you're your touching chin. yourself. We oh, see you God. and we love you. It's all these <laughs> socks that are all stiff and hard. Ew, gross. <laughs> Ew. And uh, you know, we. I think that's, that's why I real. think it's most important. Is like. Making change and growth natural and like and every step of the way, I want Jojo to feel seen and held and loved like every step of the way. Like we, you're changing. I'm going to give you the, as many tools as I have for you to like get through this. And we're doing it in community. You're being watched. 
you know, in every kind of step of the way, not just like graduation and prom. Yeah, do you feel like feel she like would come really to you? Generic Can you hear me? Things. What you say? I don't think you could hear me. <laughs> um, do you think she'll come to you when and if she has questions about it? her body about anything what she's feeling because i distinctly remember telling my mom there was something wrong with me (laughs) this is embarrassing a bit but i was like i think there's something wrong with me because there's this thing down there that's pulsing and she was like (laughs) jesus christ And she, she literally was like, Jesus Christ, that means, just means you're a horny. Shut up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And she said it in front of my sister. And I don't think my sister even remembers that. But I remember thinking, I will never ask this bitch another question oh. again. That's horrible. And I was like, how am I horny? And I have no idea. Like, I'm not. But that's what she told me. She, she was, was like, like, bitch, that's a kegel. All right. No, it's just, you she was like, it's your clitoris. You don't even know what that is and you don't need to. Oh. Like, All right. You're like, I Good keep time. humping my teddy bears, mom. Like, I love <laughs> I my teddy bear. We are so close. Sitting there. Like, I, it's my, it's my <laughs> man. I was literally just sitting there as like a kid. And I just remember thinking, like, there's something wrong. And I went to her and was like, I mustered up the courage to ask my mom this question. And that was her response. I was like, yep. We're done. Never again. Do you think JoJo would come to you about that? And if so, how would you answer that JoJo question? JoJo is real, like, she got her shit to her, too, where she's like, you know, heavy things she also doesn't always want to talk about. Mm-hmm. She's going to be 20 and listen to this podcast and be so mad at me. Oh, my <laughs> God. She's going to be so upset with me. But my sister... um gave her like a really great practice and you go to each part of your body and you thank it. And so when we went, got to the part of like her genital areas, I was listening to how she was acknowledging it and thanking it. And she was like, you know, I think she said like go to the bathroom and have babies. And I was like, and also giving us pleasure. Like that area of our body feels really good. And she like, Oh, she, I think she knew. She's like, but how you know? How you know that it feels good to you too? <laughs> I think she kind of <laughs> looked at me like, oh, that that's something we could. Oh, she looked up at you like the yeah, check in. Yeah, she. Like, I saw her energy kind of shift. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Oh, so that's you getting that is that too? so. Because I am. <laughs> oh no! Don't. Okay, this is. I can't. It's little JoJo. Do not upset me. No, I mean, yeah, I, I really hope that she can talk about it. But she's such a little girl, too. But, like, who knows? She may have a favorite teddy bear in there that, you know, like, that's her boo. But also, I don't think so. And she's going to be 20 and hate me for this. So I'm sorry in advance, Jolie. Everything's it's nature. It's nature, baby. <laughs> God bless this little girl. Make sure you send this to her in, like, 10 years. See how she feels. She like, what the fuck is a period? <laughs> <laughs> she better not sound like that. <laughs> she is. She telling people like, I was talking to you. <laughs> and she's, she's gearing herself up to be trilingual. Fluent. Oh yeah. All, All right. Things. We said a takeaway like 15 hours ago. Take. Uh, are, do you have a takeaway? I told you. Oh, I'm sorry. 
I don't remember. I think I just feel like um, <laughs> these things are important to honor, celebrate, also to hold these little girls accountable. Like you can have a baby, and you know, you know that it, know it's that serious, um, and engages the community and um, the feelings that we're not alone. We're passing on the tools, amen. Like thereof, so. Shout out I hope to the everybody period dips party. their hand in their blood and puts battle scars on their cheek because <laughs> come <boys>. on, you're <laughs> done, you're done. Okay, on a full moon, butt ass <laughs> naked, walking around the house. <laughs> Let's go. I just this has nothing to do with the topic, but I just want you to know that somebody sent me a link saying that one of the members in Sade's band is saying that a new album is on its way. I just wanted to share that with you specifically. Because I know how much you love her. So maybe you can paint, do some body paint in your menses when her album comes out. Yes, like dance around and make it and a ritual. cry. And just and cry. <laughs> just hold and myself. And JoJo cry. could just sit there and watch and you. Like, do it with this you. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> this bitch is crazy. I don't know why I chose her. <laughs> I could have been anywhere else in the world. <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> I can't have a mother that is discreet. And <laughs> private, quiet, <laughs> fucking graceful. Oh my bitch. god! All right, wow, that's werewolf. It. All right, well, everybody, please. Also, I need everybody to Google Khalil White because <laughs> <laughs> Google Khalil White, yo. These men out here. What was that guy's name for real? Taking selfies. It's gonna yes. drive me crazy. Look at the dude with the Khadijah? Minute Maid bottle. What in the world? Wait, how do you spell Khadija? What was her last name? Khadija Living Single. Khadija Living Single Boyfriend. He was fine. Yeah, he had this. He looked like a big bear. He looked like a big Lion King. Yeah, but not the one that like she was about to marry. Oh, Oh the other bull, not the um. God, Jesus be offense. Jesus. All right, I'll figure it out. Informed. Anyway, all right, internet. Well. Thank you so much. I know you're tired. Um, appreciate you. And appreciate you too. That was great. I hope your coming menstrual cycle is wonderful. Thank you. Oh, wait. Khadijah Jones has lots of love. Hold up. What? I'll have to get the scoop. I'll send this to you. Oh, my God. Wait. He was also on Girlfriends. He was old girl's baby dad. Come on. Shanti. Oh, you know who I'm talking about? Girlfriends. The fact that we're Googling this on the recording. I know it's people yelling in it. They got to be telling me right now. I just don't hear them. Girlfriends. Who was the baby dad? The baby dad. And he was fine. Wait. You know, she did. Oh, Morris Chestnut was one of our men at one point. What? Uh Anyway, girlfriends um, TV show. This is annoying. I'm annoyed. We need to do a living single um, mock photo for our friendship group. Why would you tell me? All right, we got to go. This is uh, Khalil Kane. That was his name. I know it was Khalil some shit. He used to be fine. And he has my mom's birthday. God bless him. Where'd he go? All right, crack the case. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. You have listened to the Superior Podcast. You may now go on to listen to Inferior Podcast. Please rate and subscribe. And...
please send recommendations, things you'd like to hear that you no longer want to hear. Antoinette, where should they send that to? <laughs> you better <laughs> learn this email. ATWpod at gmail.com. ATWcpod C. around the way <laughs> girls pod for podcasts uh, at gmail.com. ATWc. It's an acronym. All right. Okay. And with that, we are out because Shanti doesn't like to say it anymore. We are. Thank you so much. God bless. You have just heard an Around Away Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around Away Curls. We out early. (laughs) Very good.